Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You may be asking yourself the question, should I stay or should I go? Is this relationship going to work or is it not? And what should I do? So it's a big question. And knowing the answer takes a whole lot of thinking. Unless, of course, there's physical or sexual abuse, then the only answer is go. Go to the police. Go to the court. Go to any lengths you need to protect yourself and your children. Go and go now. Don't think it's going to get better. It isn't. Go. But for most of you... Going or staying is not so black and white. It's a whole lot of gray that travels from close to white sometimes when you're sure it's going to work and way too close to black other days when you're sure it's not. I think most people are hooked on hope, and you've probably heard me say that in another episode. And being hooked on hope is not a bad thing. We want to believe that things can be different, that people can learn, and relationships can change. And for the most part, they can. You have to learn how, and that takes time, money, and a whole lot of willingness. But you can, and it's worth it, because it's your life and the quality of your life. So you want to believe that things will work out, and you may even think that time will be a factor that will make it happen. Sure, that's true. If one person is going through a bad patch of life and the other recognizes and makes room for that, but too many people believe that time, time by itself, the passage of time will magically change a relationship. You can go on being and doing what you've always done and get a different result. Now, you know that even Einstein said that's the definition of insanity. It's not going to happen. We have to pay attention to the relationship, focus on the relationship, talk about the relationship, and make agreements about the relationship so that it can improve. It can appear to happen that time lets things improve, but that's where things get dicey. You might think that things are getting better or have at least settled down and not realize that the only thing that's happened was that you and your partner created more distance and less trust. So you talk less, so you argue less, but it goes along with less respect, less honesty, and definitely less intimacy. So don't be fooled by a lull in the action. If the air hasn't cleared and it hasn't been cleared on purpose, the problems have gone underground and now you're sitting on a minefield. You have a false sense of security in that relationship. Is that possibly what's happening in yours right now? You don't want to face it. You don't want to do something about it. So you're just kind of accepting that it's pretty awful or that it will do and you're settling for the relationship. Remember your children are watching. Is that what you want them to learn about how a good relationship works? So maybe you have fewer fights, but you have less interaction. That's a sign that trouble is still brewing. And when you don't actually handle an issue between you, it will rise again. The Gottman Institute in Washington State did research that showed that the average couple has a problem for six years before they get help with it. What a colossal waste of time and life. There you are, both walking on eggshells around an issue, hoping it won't blow up, it won't erupt, when you could go and get help to resolve it. 
And instead, pretty soon there's another issue and another issue and another issue. So you really need to care enough about your relationship and care enough about yourself to get some help. If you have children, they're living in the problem. And that's just not fair, especially when you can do something about it. Think of what they're seeing. Think of what they're hearing. Children are at a different stage of brain development, so they're taking things in in a very different way. They don't have the brain development you and your partner have. You really need to learn about that. In my books and videos, I talk about five things that absolutely must be present must be present and constantly in focus for a relationship to thrive. And those five things are honesty, safety, trust, respect, and reliability. When those things aren't present, you need help. Honesty, safety, trust, respect, and reliability. How are you doing with that? Should you stay? If those five things are present most of the time, You've got a good shot at learning some new skills, getting new insights about yourself and each other, and you can figure out how to improve things because you have the basis of a healthy relationship. Should you go? If none of those five things are there, you're just sharing a physical space, not a relationship, and it might not be safe. When that happens, there's either too much tension and fighting or too little interaction and too much distance. So get help to discover whether you just don't know how to be honest or how to build trust. You can do that. If you don't respect each other, that's a little more difficult. You can sure get help to uncover why that's so and see if you can change your point of view by seeing your partner in a new light. But if after that, you simply have not gained new and mutual respect for each other in the relationship, you're damaging yourself and each other by staying. Leaving a relationship with a hijackal usually takes good planning. Often the hijackal has taken over control of the finances. I've had clients whose partners have gone behind their backs and managed to persuade even bank officials to remove their names from house titles and cars and investments and even tried to have it done to their pensions. It's amazing how often that happens. And that means that if you want to leave a hijackal, you need to start now looking at your actual financial situation. You must gather the strength and the courage and all the assertiveness you can muster and create a financial support system for yourself. Remember that the money that has been earned within the relationship is shared. It's not your partner's alone. Work from that premise and make sure you have or create access to funds. So should you stay or should you go? Well, the truth is only you know. However, I can help you if you want my help to figure that out. And I hope these ideas I've shared with you will help with that decision making. It's really important to think about the value of your life you matter. You deserve to be in a relationship where there is honesty, safety, trust, respect, and reliability. Contact me at forrelationshiphelp.com if you'd like to talk further. Talk soon.